Welcome to the Ambitious and Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Stallings. I'm a fitness and lifestyle coach, corporate trainer, speaker, wife, and dog mom who is on a mission to provide ambitious women just like you the tools to master their fitness, mindset, and career. Each week, I will share powerful tools on how to increase your confidence, crush those mindset blocks, and create a fit lifestyle for long-term success. Because when you put yourself at the top of your to-do list, everything else you've been working towards will fall into place. Now, let's jump into the episode. What's up, friends? Hope you had an amazing weekend. I'm so sorry we didn't post a podcast episode last week. Let me tell you, it was a week. But, you know, whenever I sat down and I was going to record, it just felt like it was going to come from a forced place. And honestly, I love you guys way too much to not have any episode come from an inspired place. So anyways, I am so sorry and no excuses. We are here and to make up for it, we're going to be posting two episodes this week. So get ready. For this episode, we're going to be hitting on 10 fitness tips to 10x your results. Um, Yes, these 10 practices and tips have taken my own fitness journey to a whole new level. And what's crazy is that it's just some small adjustments that can truly make a huge difference. Before we dive into the episode, I am so freaking excited to announce that I am opening four new spots for my ambitious and fit nine-week fitness program for some badass, hardworking women that are ready to commit to achieving their fitness goals and stay lean for the long term without sacrificing their personal or their work life. So the program is broken down into three simple phases, uh, the do it phase, feel it phase, and see it phase. So where you see that transformation, where you learn healthy habits to implement with your busy lifestyle style, what to eat and when, and how to move your body to achieve the shape you want. Essentially the blueprint of how you're going to succeed in your fitness journey. I only work with women who are determined to get back on track and who are ready to start feeling their absolute best. So if that is you, send me a DM on Instagram, Michelle Elizabeth fit with the word ready, and we can chat to see if it would be a great fit. Now, back to the 10 fitness tips to 10x your results. Let's dive on in. So the first tip is going to be the cardio rule. So set a goal to burn at least 100 calories per 10 minutes when doing cardio. This rule has completely changed the game for myself and my clients. It's a simple way to just benchmark if you are being efficient when it comes to your cardio session. So are you putting in the right amount of effort? Are you burning the right amount of calories within that time frame? And so during the workout, it just gives you a milestone to hit. So as you're looking down maybe at your watch while you're running outside or taking a walk, or even just on a cardio machine. If you're seeing that you're burning 10 calories per minute, or you're seeing that you hit the 20 minute mark and you haven't burned 200 calories yet, it just helps you increase that effort to really get to your goal. So it just, uh, the rule ensures that you're being mindful of how hard you're pushing yourself while also burning the most calories within that cardio session. Okay, so tip number two is going to be regarding your heart rate and your fat burning zone. So let's be honest, we all love to accomplish our goals in a smart and efficient way. Work smarter, not harder. Am I right? So how great would it be to know how to work out for the same amount of time, let's say 45 minutes, and burn the maximum amount of calories and fat? 
duh, sign me up. So how you can actually accomplish this is by knowing your maximum heart rate and your fat burning zone heart rate. So if you happen to have a watch or a monitor or even a cardio machine that you can put your hands on that has sensors, you can be able to calculate these for yourself. And I'll talk about the calculations here in just a moment, but you can go ahead and become aware or more conscious of where your heart rate is at. So maximum heart rate in your fat burning zone to make sure you're being as efficient as possible. So in order to know your maximum heart rate, the equation is 220 minus your age. So for example, I'm almost 29 years old. Holla, my birthday's in June. Um, but my max heart rate is going to be 191. So my fat burning zone, this is gonna be where I can burn as the most amount of calories. My heart rate needs to be about 60, a little bit above 60 to 70% of my maximum heart rate. So uh, my fat burning zone, it would be anywhere above 133. So if I look down at my watch and I see that my heart rate is above 133, more so in the 150 to 170-ish range, anywhere in between that, that's where I want to be in terms of my peak fat burning zone. Um, so for heart rate tracking, there are numerous types of heart rate tracking devices out there, but the one that I personally use is my Apple Watch, um, and this can be calculated underneath the workout app. So just find whatever works best for you, but definitely know these two numbers um, because it's just good to be conscious for your own health purposes, but also it just makes you more efficient when it comes to your workouts. So tip number three is regarding stretching it out. So you need to stretch for at least five to 10 minutes before and after your workouts. I would say that, you know, stretching, it's definitely one of the most imperative things, period, because stretching keeps the muscles flexible, strong, and healthy. And we need that flexibility in order to maintain a range of motion in the joints, being able to go deep into our squats, be able to run long distances. Without it, the muscles shorten and become tight and that can lead to injury. So extremely important that you have some sort of stretching um, in your routine. So there are so many benefits when it comes to stretching. It increases your flexibility, your range of motion, your performance and physical activities, blood flow to your muscles. It also improves your posture. And honestly, we all need that right now because we are working from home or slowly working our way back to the office. And it's also great for stress relief. Holla! It's so great. You can then also calm your mind by stretching. It just gives you that moment to just pause and to open up your body and to really relax. So takeaway for you guys is going to be be sure to stretch your full body for at least five to 10 minutes before and after your workouts. Oh, and something new that we are trying, Tony and I, um, is we are actually trying to stretch for five to 10 minutes even before we go to sleep. So I got this idea from uh, Tay Che on uh, Instagram. Um, her name is Taylor Chamberlain. And the results have been absolutely amazing. So by stretching right before you go to sleep, you release the tension and the buildup that are in your muscles and just open up your body just to prepare for a quality night of rest. So I encourage you guys to try this and let me know how it worked for you. So tip number four is going to be to work your way up. You guys, if you are just starting to work out or even just trying to get back on track, one of the biggest keys to fitness success is to work your way up to where you want to be. So a walk before you run approach. So this can um, be new habits that you're trying to implement and making it easier to manage and actually do versus trying to get back on track right away and just do six hard workouts and dive straight in 
and, you know, just feel exhausted. And then it could even lead you to some burnout. So a takeaway for you guys is maybe go ahead and start with, you know, start it easy with that walking approach of maybe two days a week or three days a week for the first couple of weeks as you're getting into a new fitness routine. Then work your way up to three to four days for a couple weeks. And finally, since you have this big goal and you have your eyes on the prize, maybe go ahead and finally move up to about five to six days of workouts per week if that's within your goal. But it's really important just to work your way up the way you don't feel that burnout and you really want to focus and hone in on your goals because we want long-term success when it comes to reaching our fitness goals and having that beautiful body that we are really working hard towards. So tip number five is going to be implementing um, a workout split. So split up your workouts by body part or region of the body, essentially giving yourself a focus for the day. And so some people split up their workouts by lower body, upper body, and total body, but others do it by arms and abs, back, chest, legs, glutes, all of the above. So do whatever works best for you. Give it a try. Um, But if you're in the beginning stages, maybe go ahead and start out by working out your full body for a few days a week, then work your way into a split, that walk before run approach that we had just talked about. But Essentially, this helps one area of your body almost have a rest day while you're working out the other parts of your body extremely hard. So it keeps your body guessing on what you're going to be doing next versus doing the exact same thing every day. Um, Something that I'm sure you guys have heard of is that if you are running 30 minutes every single day, sure, you're going to receive some results. But if your body is then getting used to the fact that you are running every single day for exactly 30 minutes for weeks and weeks on end, it starts to get used to that. And so it's really important that we are changing it up on our body. And that's where a good workout split uh, comes into play. So maybe you ride the bike or maybe you run, or maybe you um, do strength training on your upper body and then your lower body the next day. Just keep your body guessing. That really helps lead to um, helping your body transform as quickly and efficiently as possible. Uh, When it comes to my own workout split, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I do cardio and upper body. And uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, I do cardio and lower body. Just to mix it up on my body a little bit, especially since we're working from home, I'm not specifically focusing on certain parts of my body, more so just regions at this time. But that's just regarding my own fitness goals. So do whatever is working best for you. All right, so tip number six is regarding pauses and tempo. So when we're talking about pauses and tempo, imagine to yourself the exercise. So uh, whenever you're going down in a squat, for instance, that pause is at the peak of the exercise, just taking a moment to pause at the peak. And then tempo is regarding how fast or how slow that you were doing a certain part of the exercise or the exercise in total. So first we'll talk about tempo. Um, A tip here would be just to try slowing down each rep slow and steady really does win the race. So slower tempos will immediately reveal any flaws in your exercise technique. They'll expose any weak muscles. For examples, if your knees start to collapse inward as the result of like a slow descent into your squat, your glutes aren't firing hard enough. Like you're not driving through your heels and you're not engaging your glutes as much. So the main takeaway when it comes to tempo is if you're doing a traditional squat or an exercise, go ahead and slow your tempo going down one, two, 
hit and explode up one and start seeing how that affects, um, how it affects your exercise and see how it can transform in your results. But diving into pauses, so in some of your exercises, such as squats, um, try adding a pause um, at the top or the peak of the exercise, even in like a, a bicep curl, for instance. When you are finally hitting the top with your bicep curl, pause for just one count and then release. Pauses can help improve your form and increase your strength. They can also um, help by increasing your awareness of the exercise and also can help you burst through some strength plateaus. Have you guys ever noticed when... Uh, you know, one week you're like, oh my gosh, doing those 20 reps really, really sucked. And it was just the hardest thing on the planet. But then the next week after you did it a couple of times, you were like, okay, I can do this. 20 doesn't seem so bad. 10 each arm doesn't seem that bad. And you're able, you feel like you're getting stronger and you're breaking through. Um, pauses and tempo can really help with that strength building. So highly recommend that you um, implement this into your workout routine. So number seven is going to be to get quality sleep. This is vital to your fitness goals that you are getting high quality sleep, you guys. So what does that mean and how many hours? You need at least six to eight hours of quality sleep. Why? Well, if your sleep is off, it doesn't matter if you have implemented the other things that we have just talked about or you are being 100% on your diet and you're being so great in your workouts. If your sleep is off, that can halt a high percentage of your fitness results. So definitely make sure that you're getting high quality sleep. Sleep helps reduce stress. It can improve your memory. It lowers your blood pressure, helps your body fight back against maybe anything that hit you throughout the week or even if you're getting sick a little bit. Um, it helps you also maintain your weight or even helps you lose weight if you're getting enough sleep too and you're working your butt off in all of the other areas. But sleep also puts you in a better mood. So after reading many books and listening to a lot of podcasts from successful CEOs and entrepreneurs, here are some things that we try to do to get quality sleep and some, some things that we would recommend um, in order to help you accomplish your goals. Number one is going to be set a bedtime. So yes, even as adults, we need a bedtime. If you know that you are going to be waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning, let's say it's uh, going into the work week, make sure that you set your bedtime at 10 p.m. to get those quality eight hours of sleep. So you guys, set a bedtime, stick to it. Uh, number two is going to be to stop looking at your phone or any technology at least 30 minutes before you are going to sleep. So there are many studies out there talking about the blue light and things that actually affect your sleep and how technology can take a toll on your REM cycle. So maybe you are watching a show late at night and you turn it off and that's how you go to sleep. Perfectly fine. It's just one of those things where you're probably not going to go into your deep REM cycle for quite some time after that. So highly recommend putting away the technology at least 30 minutes to an hour before you go to sleep just to go into that deep REM recovery sleep much faster. And number three is have a notebook and a pen on your nightstand. So if you guys are like me, I try my best to, you know, make sure that I have as much as I can done, or maybe I, you know, write out my to-do list for the next day or, um, 
you know, sometimes whenever I'm going to sleep, my mind is just consumed with thoughts on things that I have to get done or maybe things that happened that day or maybe an upcoming presentation or something that's coming up. And it just sucks whenever you have 17 things racing around your mind before you go to sleep. So when that does happen, something that you can do is put that notebook and pen on your nightstand. And before you go to sleep, write down anything that you have on your mind or things that you need to quote unquote remember to do the next day or to think about. Um, So doing this exercise, it can help you physically take those thoughts out of your brain and then put them on a piece of paper. Note, do not try to put this in your phone. I tried actually doing this myself and it actually didn't help as much to put the notes in my phone. If that's how you operate, you can definitely do that. But of course, that's going against the tip number two that we had talked about with putting away technology. So there's something incredible about just having a pen and a paper next to your bedside table, go ahead and have it there and write something down um, if you need to just physically take it out of your brain. So the main takeaway when it comes to quality sleep, pick one or two things that you're going to try tonight and let us know how it goes. If, if anything had worked for you or maybe you tried something different, always open for some tips and suggestions. So tip number eight is going to be along the same lines, but it's going to be to take a rest day. You guys, you need to take a rest day or two throughout the week. The recovery is just as important as the work that you are putting in. So this is something I will be 100% honest, I struggle with so much. Tony harps on me all the time because I am so bad about always putting in the work and never recovering. So this is one that I'm even working on myself. But you guys, whenever you don't recover, you might experience burnout. And burnout leads to stress. It can lead to increased cortisol levels, which equals fat, which then hinders or even halts your progress. And altogether, no matter how hard you are working, it is a disaster. So you guys, you have to take a rest day. And I'll even be honest, this past week has shown me that you cannot pour from an empty cup. You need to take a day to refill it so that way you can show up and pour into everything that you are doing or everyone that you love the next day or the few days after that. So If you've ever noticed, if you're feeling tired, cranky, exhausted, um, or, you know, how much the day has gone slower, you don't want to work out, you know, you may not be performing at your best, you guys... Taking a rest day is everything. You need a day to just recenter and to feel like you are put back together again. It reminds me of Humpty Dumpty. I don't know why, but put yourself back together again. That way you can then sprint 10 times faster throughout the week. So main takeaways for you guys is number one, you need to have at least one to two rest days per week to give your mind and body a break. Number two is uh, do something similar to what Tony has made me do is plan out and dedicate those one to two days a a week to rest. So for example, um, Sundays are my rest days. So whatever day works best for you, look at your schedule and schedule it accordingly with your family or your loved ones, uh, but definitely take a rest day. 
So number nine is going to be to track your workouts, whether this is via smartwatch or um, a journal or even a calendar, some way for you to be able to plan it out and track it to see what you had gotten done. Remember, you should treat your workouts like non-negotiable appointments. You have to show up and do it even when you don't feel like it. So increase the discipline. Um, whenever you are putting your workouts out on a schedule, let's say it's Sunday and you're telling yourself, okay, I need to to track my workouts. I am going to schedule them. I'm going to work out four days this week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And so you planned out those workouts and you could even physically check off every single day that you did it. That's a form of tracking. And you guys have to remember, like this implements that that habit um, and that discipline to show up and work out even whenever you don't want to. So uh, a great quote that I have to continuously remind myself is that discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. So tracking your workouts, it's really important to be able to implement that discipline and that practice. So tracking your workouts, this is going to show you how that you're progressing and doing the damn thing. So make sure that you are doing this. Um, it will also help you understand what you did previously and what you want, how you want to switch things up for the next week, what worked, what didn't. Um, should I try working out at a different time? Maybe I didn't make it to my Tuesday morning workout because I had a meeting and I should have shifted it to the afternoon. So use tracking your workouts as just another way to hold yourself accountable and be able to watch yourself doing the thing. So the last tip that we have for you today is regarding accountability. So have someone hold you accountable. Have a success buddy. You can do this with either a significant other, a best friend, or even with a coach. But you guys, having someone hold you accountable is priceless. This 100% helps guarantee your fitness success. This is probably one of the biggest, if not the largest tip that I have for you guys today. So having someone that can lift you up when you're down or push you whenever you don't want to work out or eat healthy, uh, remind you of the big picture goal. And the coolest part is, is if you're doing it with somebody, you then get to do that for them as well. You get to be their rock, their success buddy. So that only multiplies it on both ends. Plus everything is just better when you get to do it with somebody else. Two minds are better than one. Um, you know, ways that you could do that together is you can have FaceTime workout dates. So a few of my clients do this and I love it. Um, or you could cook de delicious meals together or even hold each other accountable by just being there for one another when you're having a bad body image day or maybe just need a friend to talk to or a coach to talk to. So regardless, having someone to do it with may be one of the biggest keys to your success period. So go out, find somebody that wants to do that fitness journey with you, even if you have different goals, but hold each other accountable. All right, you guys, so those were the 10 fitness tips to help 10X your results. A quick recap for you. Number one is to implement the cardio rule. So burn 100 calories per 10 minutes. Number two is regarding your maximum heart rate and your fat burning zone. Calculate these and then try to stay within your fat burning zone. So above your 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate. Number three is to stretch it out. So five to 10 minutes before and after working out. Number four is 
to work your way up that walk before run approach. Start with three days of working out and then move up to five days. Uh, number five is going to be to split up your workouts, upper body, lower body, glutes, abs, arms. Just keep your body guessing. Uh, number six is going to be to add pauses and tempo to your exercises. Number seven is to get quality sleep. So at least six to eight hours per night. Number eight is going to be to make sure you at least take one to two rest days per week. Number nine is to track your workouts. And number 10 is to have an accountability or success buddy. But I hope all of these tips were extremely helpful for you guys. Um, if you have any additional questions, do not hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram, Michelle Elizabeth Fit. I'm here to help you if you have any questions or even if you want somebody to hold you accountable in your journey. I am here for you. I love you so much and I hope you have an incredible week ahead. Love you guys and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Hey guys, hope you loved the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram, Michelle Elizabeth Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. Oh, and if you have a minute, head over to iTunes real quick and leave me a review, letting me know which episodes you loved and what you want to hear more of. It would mean the world to me. Love you guys and catch you in the next episode.